0: We are in the home stretch of our leg of the Hunger Free in the D relay. Today we'll be handing off the baton to other members of our broadcast family who will be broadcasting live from Palazzo de Bacci. Uh but that doesn't mean that we wouldn't love it if you could donate right now at hungerfreeindthed.com or at 855-315-food 855-315-3663. And for those of you that have already done that, our deepest Thanks as we try to make sure that in this holiday season that we have a half million meals ready for the neediest among us. And as we've been telling you, one dollar equals six meals because that one dollar will be matched with another one uh, from the Chilani family foundation. So much uh, of what the gleaners do and what the capuchins do is not just about distributing food to the needy. It's also about growing food and procuring food. And there's a whole urban farming movement happening in the city of Detroit. And it is so incredibly exciting to see lots uh, that were maybe once vacant and blighted now blooming and bursting with the the bounty and a harvest. And uh, we welcome in Wendy Casey, who is director of the Earthworks Urban Farm. And we've been admiring your farm out the uh, the gleaner's window here. You got it all put to bed, but you still got a few crops out there.
1: Exactly. We um, actually have not only the Swiss chard growing in our um, primary production area, but we also have a few things growing in our hoop house, which is down the street.
0: 25 years you guys have been doing this and you guys kind of were like at the forefront of using this this vacant land and turning it into something positive where people can can feed from it
1: yes um, brother rick who was the founder of earthworks um, had a vision and that vision was how could this vacant land be repurposed um, in order to provide value to the community Um, And also because of his connection um, with many of the youth in the community, he also wanted to um, bridge that gap between where does your food come from? A lot of times people are disconnected from the growing process, Mm -hmm. and he wanted to um, bring that to the community. So we're very proud to still be standing 25 years later. Wendy, your background, you're an alumna of the Earthworks Agricultural Training Program. What did you learn, and how did it bring you to this moment? Oh, my gosh. I learned so much. Um, prior to being a part of that program, I had never grown food before. I have a um, background in insurance, so participating in that program taught me not only how to grow food, but how to use sustainable practices in growing um... the food that we have here so we don't use any chemicals or any pesticides in our growing methods and i'm proud to say we are certified organic so that was one of the things that i learned how to grow using usda um... standards in our growing methods i learned how to bee keep and food preservation greenhouse management how to grow transplants you name it it was a very intense um, program that uh, ran for ten years Um, And each year we had a cohort of approximately 12 to 15 people, and it lasted for nine months from March through November uh, for those 10 years. Do you have bees? As part of the program? We don't currently have bees. We were having problems. Other than those that visit. Exactly. Yes, (laughs) Yes. that pollinate all of our our plants. But we were having problems keeping them alive during the winter months. Mm, Um, It's it's tough. It is. um, You know, there's a lot of issues with bees due to the environmental um, concerns that we're currently going through. But we're looking to bring them back. So outside, you'll also see a little area marked off for an apiary. So... Cool. we're looking forward to bringing that back
0: so produce from the farm uh, it, it goes to the capuchins but also the community can get this as well
1: correct so approximately 90% of what we grow is incorporated into the meals that we serve to guests are the soup kitchen, but we also have a community farm stand, which runs from May through November. We didn't have it this year because the site is going through a construction, construction project, mm-hmm. but we're looking to bring that back next year. And so from May through November, once a week, every Thursday from 11 to 2 p.m., we have a market um, that is open not only to people in the community, to, but to anyone.
0: That's the guy, and that's and that's very important because, as you know, in, in a lot of urban areas and neighborhoods, there are food deserts. There's not a place to get fresh produce. And so when you have these types of uh, uh, plots of land where people are growing these community farms, people can get fresh produce.
1: Correct. And it addresses um, food insecurity. So... That is one of the really great things about the Capuchin Soup Kitchen. It's not just about feeding people hot meals, but we also also show people that you can grow food just in a small area. It can be in your backyard. And if you reach out to us and if you're interested in volunteering at our organization, it's a great way to help our mission, but also to figure out those things that you may not know in regards to your own garden. So, Definitely, if anyone is interested in being a part of the work that we do, just feel free to reach out. Well you lit up when you talked about your background and how you learned. So there's benefit for maybe a family to come out and show their kids what to do, plus you're helping others. Correct. So we have families that come out with their children, individuals, we also have organizations, schools, corporate groups. Garden clubs. Yes. I know
0: garden clubs love to come out and
1: visit. Correct. <laughs> Master gardeners, you know, you name it. So we're not just looking for, you know, individuals, people that can come out and lend us a helping hand as a group or you know as a family we'd love to see that
0: one of the things i love about gleaners is is that nothing goes to waste that even the food that they can't distribute uh or food that that has spoiled just because of the the nature of the beast it goes into the garden it's part of your compost
1: Correct. So outside this window over here is our compost area. And so even waste from our own kitchen. So the mill sites collect the food waste and we bring it down here to grow our own compost. So we don't bring any outside soil. We grow all Uh of the soil here on the really. And that's what we use to amend the soil because over time the soil is depleted of its nutrients and so you have to return that back into the soil and we do that through composting and we have people in the community as well that donate their food waste to us to. To help us grow our yeah, compost. You've been,
0: you're firmly converted now. You're not talking oh, insurance. Right. You're talking about amending soil. Insurance, what? Yeah. Uh, well, congratulations, and I, I don't say this to many people. Con- congratulations on your compost pile, Thank because you. There, I mean that it makes a, a huge difference, and it's I know it's a labor of love that requires a lot
1: of work. It does. It really does. So I'm glad to be a part of the Capuchin Soup Kitchen, and, you know, I'm very grateful for um, Brother Rick's vision, and I'm glad that I'm able to continue his legacy.
0: Well, there's so many legacies to follow here. The Chelani family, all of them are following their father's legacy of connecting with the Capuchin. same with J- Daria Bergamo. Mm-hmm. We've been learning a lot about legacy this morning here on JR Morning. Wendy, thanks so much
1: very welcome. Thank you for having me.
0: And we thank you guys for joining us. Man, has it been a productive, enjoyable yeah, this, morning. This is what it's all about, Guy. These broadcasts are oh, wonderful. This is, I love these remote. You know? It's such a privilege. Uh, and to meet all the people that are so heavily invested in the community. And it continues as we hand the baton to Kevin and Tom. They're out at Palazzo de Bocce. They're going to continue this day of giving here on uh, AM 760 WJR. Go out and make it a great day. We'll see you bright and early tomorrow at 6.